All right. G'day, everyone. I'm doing this on time. How's that? That is a nice change from what it has been lately. Uh, when was it last week? I'd come back from Sydney, and that was kind of funny because, well, funny. I was tired. <laughs> I'd been traveling. There was a lot of driving. Week before that, I think I had another excuse. No, a week before that, I was in Sydney. That was my excuse. Anyway, this week, I am back to normal, back on schedule. And uh, I do have a bunch of cyber stuff, and I will be talking about the cyber stuff, but there's also a bunch of, uh, let me just put that on silence so no one boggles me, also a bunch of non-cybery things. May or may not be of interest, we'll see. Okay, actually, here's a non-cybery thing. My office, which has had the aircon running in it since I got home half an hour ago, is still 28.2 Celsius, which is not, not ideal to be sitting here working. G'day, Wayne. Welcome. All right. Uh, first up, sponsor. Uh, a sponsor who has been here once before is back again, CrowdSec. So big welcome back to CrowdSec. Check out their CTI console, monitor attacks on your network. A lot of that going on lately. We'll talk about data breaches in a moment. I was going to put something about Ukraine in there, and then I couldn't think about a good thing to talk about. Well, not that any of it's really good, but a relevant thing. I might come back to that. Monitor attacks on your network, mitigate them, good stuff, and get intelligence on attackers. Sign up for free, and as I said many times before, I do like it when sponsors give away something for free. They've uh, they've got their console available in there for B to get instant access to your personal CrowdSec app and dis- CrowdSec app. Thank you very much, Troy, and discover the community strength. Check out CrowdSec. Thanks very much for those folks. We will see more of them in the future as well. Now. Moving on to other topics. Richard, good evening all from the UK. Evening, morning. Morning for Richard there. G'day, Roel. 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 I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm not drinking beer. I'm drinking water. I'm going to turn this around, actually. I'll do this out of order. The reason I'm drinking water, not beer, is I have to drive to an airport today. Not to go anywhere, but to collect someone. Uh, just to scroll back a little bit. Because we are an island nation that is used to sort of quarantining the country to one level or another. Just Google like Johnny Depp Dogs Australia, you'll see what I mean. We're used to keeping viruses and other nasty things out of the country. That could be interpreted so many bad ways. Used to keeping things that are infected. Anyway, you know what I mean. Just Google Johnny Depp. Um, when we when we had uh, COVID-19 breakout here a couple of years ago, we, we basically just went, all right, that's it. No one else is coming into the country, and we shut the whole thing down. And some people were critical of that, uh, particularly folks overseas. <laughs> Maybe they're just pissed they couldn't come to Australia. We saw some really negative criticism. I read all these things, usually at the American press, where they're like, Australia's Nazi government or some other, you know, frankly, just appalling uh, analogies. And that the thing that did actually work really well for us is our death rate was just extraordinarily low. Uh, now, of course, we have had breakouts with Omicron in particular and Delta before that, but uh, our health outcomes have been extraordinarily good here. And for the most part, everyone in Australia has just got on with their job. It's been tough on some people. It's actually been very good on other people. Guy who cleans my pool, happy guy, because so many people have stayed home and they needed to clean their pools more. Been up and down. Anyway, we've finally gotten back to the point in the last couple of weeks of borders having opened up again. 
So we've just had uh, almost a week of our friend Heather Downing over here. I mentioned Heather because she has been sharing some stuff online. Uh, and a, a common friend via the NDC and other event speaking circuits. So someone that we'd normally catch up with all the way around the world. And when she saw the borders were open, she's like, yep, I'm coming. So she's down somewhere with Lars at the moment. And I'm sure that that is already on her Instagram and other things. If you'd like to see some of her handiwork, she almost made me want to buy a drone. Well, actually, she did make me want to buy a drone the other day. She almost made me buy a drone because she got some amazing footage, which is on my Twitter timeline. I'm going to talk about that in a moment when I get back to the weather. Uh, but today is, uh, is, is a, a, I guess, a much more uh, poignant, serious thing for us. We've got Charlotte's father finally coming out from Norway two years after she left. So she hasn't seen him for two years. And there's, uh, there's been a lot of water under the bridge in the last two years not just the pandemic stuff but uh you know like we got engaged uh, and all sorts of other things so we are driving to the airport tonight to collect him at stupid o'clock because that's when emirates gets in as i know so well because i've been on that flight probably dozens of times so we're very very excited about that because that that is to us very much uh very much like okay the pandemic's not behind us but it's it, it is reaching that massive massive milestone in our lives so we're uh, enormously excited about that uh, and after we get back sometime very early tomorrow morning and he's jet lagged and my sleep's been a bit all over the place i think we'll be sitting outside having a very nice nice tasmanian whiskey which would be good so water for now but later on here we go all right put something here about weather now, regardless of where you are in the world, Australia or elsewhere, you've probably heard about the Aussie weather in the last week, and we got absolutely smashed. Now, this was just starting to hit as we drove back from Sydney a week ago, and then we got here, got home to the Gold Coast here, which is, uh, for folks not from this part of the world, look at Australia. It's got a little bit of sort of a triangle shape on the right. We're just above the pointy end of the triangle, sort of the pretty much the most far eastern uh, bit of Australia you can be in. And we're subtropical, which means that we do get some storms here. And this state, our, our great state of Queensland, just got absolutely hammered. We had, um, it actually wasn't too bad where we are just here. I think the most I saw, we had about 200 mil of rain in a, in a day, in a 24-hour period, which is a huge amount. Like you get 100 and that's, that's, that's rainy. Other parts of the state were getting like 750 or something. Uh, I heard a figure the other day said Brisbane got three quarters of its annual rainfall in about two days. So just huge amounts of water fallen out of the sky. Now, where we are here, because we're all around canals, and in fact, for and if you go and have a look at Heather's drone shot, which <laughs> showed what it looks like where we live, we're all, uh, we're all in the canals, so everything runs off a very short distance, and it sort of runs off into the water, and the water gets brown and murky, and that, that's about it. But particularly as you go inland and you get uh, you get various mountains, so obviously things roll off the mountains to the lowest point, and then you've got a lot of uh, a lot less opportunity for runoff. There there was a lot of flooding. Uh, we have had lives lost tragically, both in in this state and in New South Wales, which is thirty k that way. I think at the moment it's like half a dozen plus lives, and it's it's often someone's tried to drive across a flooded uh, road. And it, it might look okay, but then the road's actually falling apart underneath it. So one of the, the big things that we keep getting bombarded here or bombarded with is if it's flooded, forget it. You know, like back it up. Don't drive over the road no matter what. People getting washed away um, 
I don't even know how some of these people end up in the water. Uh, I, I can only imagine that for a bunch of these people, they literally end up on like the roof of their house while the water rises uh, around it. And in parts of, particularly parts of northern New South Wales, you know, we often hear these like one in 100 year floods. They were talking about a one in 1,000 year flood. Um, and there's just all these photos of the water going like all the way up to the roof. It's, it's not like, hey, my carpet's wet. It's like, no, nah, my ceiling's wet as well, which is pretty crazy. So that was kind of nuts. Uh, so what we found here is like we had just tons and tons of rain, which went into the river system, which then sort of feeds out past our house, uh, which is also tidal. If you imagine where the river reaches the ocean, it's still tidal. It will go up and down and it tastes salty. So we got effectively king tides. Now, they weren't any higher than what we had in January when we had super king tides, but it meant things like that the kids were like kayaking in and out of our boat shed. <laughs> which they were able to do in January as well, incidentally, during our period of ISO when the kids had COVID. So that looked kind of cool. So I posted a photo there of, of my daughter just like paddling out of the boat shed with the water raising up towards the jet ski. We had schools cancelled. Really, really unusual. I remember once, probably 2017, where school was like, just stay home. Like, don't, don't come to school. And they, they got a day off. Uh, so that happened here again on Monday. So there was so much flooding, and I, I, I think that it was just such a huge amount of the state, and the government was so concerned about people putting themselves at risk by going out in floodwaters that they just went, ah, that's it, no one goes to school. So all the schools were cancelled. Uh, and then today, in fact, just, just yesterday, so it was Monday, right? Now we're at Friday, the date of recording. Uh, yesterday, Arvo, there's this chatter about, well, they're closing schools again. Like, well, what the hell? Like, it looks... Okay, it's not normal, but the water's going down. Seems fine. And the, the state government said, well, look, all of the state schools, so in Australia we have uh, state schools and we have independent schools. And the independent schools are often uh, private schools. You pay a bunch more money, better education, a whole other topic about how wrong I think most of that is. Anywho, um, all the state schools closed and the independent schools got to choose. And it, it turned out my son's school decided that they were going to go to school. My daughter's school decided that they weren't going to go to school. They... There's boys and girls schools, another thing, another topic I don't really like. But anyway, so she got the day off. <laughs> so I think my last tweet, uh, as of the time of recording, is she got the day off. The weather was really fine. We're out like mountain biking around next to the beach, hanging around in the pool. So she had a nice day, which was, which was good. Quality time, quality time. Richard has questioned Sullivan's Cove. Not quite sure where that is, Sullivan's Cove. Nowhere near here. Moving on, slightly tech things. I am looking at my big ultra-wide screen and my normal 27-inch wide screen and a gap where my other one was because one of these screens, I think it's a CRG90, died. Uh, and it, was, it wasn't looking good a couple of weeks ago where I'd just get well, like, weird lines on the screen and then you'd wait and it sort of warm up and things seemed to be okay. And then about a week ago, it was just... Just cactus, and I posted a tweet, a photo on a tweet, and everyone was like, "Nah, it's it's dead." So happy surprise, there is actually a service center. I could go in services to Samsungs. I left it there. They went, "Look, probably two days before we can look at it. Two days for parts. You should have it back next week," which is good. I hope I do because if I have to get another one, I don't think they do that model anymore. And that one is meant to be the same as that one, which is meant to be the same height as this one, which would really screw up my my symmetry. Oh, Richard Cox is the only Tasmanian. Okay, so Sullivan's Code, all right, they need context, is the only Tasmanian whiskey. Uh, so Hellier's Road is one that I've had quite a bit of, and um, 
Uh, what's the other one? I will post a photo <laughs> at probably like 1 a.m. when I get home and I want to drink whiskey. Um, oh, I can't remember the other one now. I do tend to end up buying Tassie, Tassie um, whiskeys now. In fact, there's the one state I have not been to in this country. I wonder if I should go next month. When's the school holiday? Ah, another topic. I think I'm going to go to Tasmania. It looks epic. Um, interestingly, whilst I was in Dan Murphy's, which is one of our big liquor chains here, I'll actually read you what was in here because this did lead to someone getting pissed on Twitter because that's what Twitter's for, apparently. So I had heard about this in the news, but then I was in there buying some vermouth for a dish that I created yesterday, which was wonderful, actually. Wonderful chicken dish. Someone had posted that on Twitter after I posted my nice casserole dish. Anyway, Dan Murphy's is deeply concerned with the situation in Ukraine, and we join the calls for peace. Following feedback from a variety of stakeholders, we have decided to remove products of Russian origin from our stores and online businesses in the coming days. We apologize for the inconvenience and thank you for your patience. Now, I thought this was cool insofar as, I don't know like how big the Russian vodka market Dan Murphy's is, but at least from a symbolic standpoint, good news. It's also kind of cool because the next thing I then did, even though I didn't need vodka, is I went and bought vodka from Canberra, <laughs> which is our nation's capital, mostly because the bottle looked kind of cool, which is which tends to be how I choose uh, liqueurs, of which I have very little understanding. So, um, yeah, I have some Underground Spirits Canberra vodka, which is going to be the next thing I try. Treated all those. The bit that... Um, the bit that someone... It's always one person. Someone got upset about... Is they like, so he's talking about Chinese stuff because of the Uyghur Muslims and all this? I was like, well, <laughs> where do you begin? Um, I think my reply effectively boiled down to, well, if Chinese goods get pulled off the shelf, then no, I won't buy Chinese goods. And look, I mean, the point that he was trying to make is that, uh, you know, why would you support uh, one one action against an oppressive regime but not another, as though somehow they're just very easily interchangeable. And I, I think I made a comment to the effect of, well, what about, like, the, the Tamils in Sri Lanka? Uh, yeah, what about all sorts of other parts of the world and in places I probably don't even know where there's persecution and terrible things happening? You know, like, how, how far down that slope do you go before you go, yep, that's it, I boycotted everyone who's doing nasty things? And look, maybe if China invades Taiwan, it will be a different story. I'm not sure how much Chinese liqueur actually exists at Dan Murphy's, but a significant portion of the things surrounding me right now, including the thing on my wrist and the thing I was just taking the photos of, are made in China. So I think that that would be rather a different scenario. But I, I just vehemently disliked the premise that uh, because a retail chain like Dan Murphy's is taking action against what I, I think probably everyone here listening to this at the moment would be outraged about, that somehow I was hypocritical for not boycotting of my own free volition uh, another product made by another country doing some shitty things. It's complex, isn't it? It's very complex. <sighs> the Shane says there is no such thing as ethical consumption and this was the thing, because I'm like, I wonder if he tweeted that from his iPhone. 
or did he tweet that from his Samsung? But is it okay if it's from a Samsung because that's South Korea? <laughs> I was going to say something else about some of the delicacies chosen in South Korea and whether that made it okay. But I think I'm going to leave that one just there because we're going down a slope that no one wins on. The Shane also says, someone upset on Twitter. <laughs> Inconceivable. Just reminds me there's that there's that meme somewhere. How oh, was it a comic? It was a long time ago. It sounds like furiously bashing away at the keyboard and he's like his mum saying, you know, go to bed. And he's like, no, somebody's wrong on the internet. But that's the way it feels sometimes. I'm reading backwards a little bit. Wayne says, uh, my Samsung 49-inch ultra-wide had lines on the top, middle, and bottom the other day. It hasn't done it since. Hopefully it doesn't do it again. But the feedback, you know, when I sort of post on Twitter and I went, okay, well, do you think it's kaput? The feedback was consistently like, once it does that, (laughs) you're pretty screwed, certainly the way mine was. And the thing that uh, made it very, very apparently screwed is that even when I pulled the data cable out, it still looked like that. So you can't blame the cable, you can't blame the graphics card or the drivers or anything like that. It's like, I turn the power on the monitor and it looks like shit. Like, it's, it's clearly not happy. Srijan says XKCD. It might have been an XKCD. It does feel a very XKCD. Uh, might have even felt a bit far side. I feel it could be a bit far side in that. Let me talk about data breaches. I'm sure we'll come back to some of these other things as the uh, slight delay on the video <laughs> catches up. Bunch of data breaches just in the last few days, uh, in part because I had time <laughs> just in the last few days. <laughs> Some of these have been sitting around for a while. Some of them are as fresh as I could get them. NVIDIA. So NVIDIA, massive, massive name in the chipset world, particularly as it relates to uh, graphics drivers. They got very breached. Looks like about allegedly about a terabyte worth of data floating around. I had multiple people send me a torrent of mini gigabytes that had a whole bunch of proprietary code. In searching for what was the best resource to link to when I loaded this breach, I found a number of people, uh, or a number of stories rather, referring to uh, attackers allegedly having access to the code which sets rate limits for hashes in the GPU, which was apparently implemented as a mechanism to try and uh, cut down on the uh, uh, cryptocurrency mining. I was going to say Bitcoin mining, could be other cryptocurrencies. So apparently a whole bunch of code there, not so good. There was what what effectively looked like an Active Directory dump of internal employees because it was sort of the domain, nvidia.com, and the alias is two different parts. 70,000 of those I put in have I been pwned. A whole bunch of NTLM hashes as well. Some of the lists circulating had a lot of those cracked. So obviously people are going to town, doing the usual thing, seeing how many of these hashes can we crack. Uh, I imagine that that is partly for sport and also partly because they are normal humans that work for NVIDIA and they would be reusing those passwords in other places. Only 17% of the email addresses were already in Have I Been Pwned. I suspect that's because 100% of the email addresses were at NVIDIA.com and that is a very unusual distribution of addresses compared to our usual Gmails and Outlook.coms and all the rest of it. So that's NVIDIA. Another one here, a little bit more niche, Mac Generation, a French news site predominantly about Apple things. 100,000 accounts breached in Jan. They actually reached out and sent me the data. They self-submitted this. Now, there's probably about a dozen prior instances of this happening. I do always find it interesting that an organization, I guess, find many things interesting. Number one, that they look at Have I Been Pwned as a sort of a canonic Brandon. Oops, late to jumping in. You're late. (laughs) 
we were waiting for you. <laughs> I do find it odd that, um, sorry, Brendan, not Brandon. <laughs> That's what happens when you're late. I do find it odd that they look at have I been prone as being a canonical resource, but also that even though the data is breached and it's obviously out there circulating to some extent, I just find it interesting that they still pick up their own customers' email addresses and go, here you go, Aussie guy with the funny-sounding website name. Um, I would imagine that there is, and I've certainly had this discussion with some organisations, there's some toing and froing around it's kind of out there already uh, and it's it's a public good if it's searchable, but it's still PII um, and what is the informed consent around the way it's used and so on and so forth. So anyway, a dozen odd organisations already done that. Next one, this one in today, this data only came to me last night, even though this is news from back in November, is Robinhood. So Robinhood is uh, an online trading platform in the US. They got very breached, 2 million customer names, 5 million customer email addresses. Now, 70% of those were already never been pwned. I didn't quote the uh, the Mac generation percentage. That was 69%. So we're normally seeing around that 70% mark, which which is kind of interesting. So of the 5 million email addresses, I mean, what are we saying there? Like 3.5 million of them were already in Have I Been Pwned. It was not their first Rodeo. Uh, Tristan here also says Mac Generation also contacted its customers about it by the way I got a mail from them about it yes I know that um, that was one of the things one of the first things I've asked them is, and look every single time I have a discussion with an organisation that's been breached the number one thing is always I would like you to contact your customers first like the best thing you can do is get on the front foot because we've seen what happens when organisations don't handle breaches well um, Equifax <laughs> Uber there are many good examples there. And one of the best things that they can do is come clean as fast as possible because I'm going to let people know, right? Like I've got, it's just watching my my little uh, counter here, just ticked over 4.14 million. So I've got 4.14 million and four <laughs> uh, people who have said, hey, Troy, if you see my data somewhere, could you please let me know? And in the case of, say, Robinhood with 5 million uh, subscribers, uh, there was about a half a percent of those that I contacted, so about 25,000 people, uh, a part of that 4.14 million number. And, of course, as the Have I Been Pwned number keeps growing, then, in general, the percentage keeps growing. I, I do often see up to 1%, depending on the nature of the service, which is, which is kind of significant because imagine the next time we have a 100 million record breach, which will happen. We've got many of them already. That'll be a million emails I send to people. And I would like that organization to be the first one to tell the people what happened. I don't like people getting emails from me and then they're like, what the hell? Like, this is the first I know of it. And then they reach out to the organization and they're like, Troy said, and I'm just going, oh, I'm going to get another lawyer email. <laughs> from this I'd much rather they do the right thing themselves uh, Brendan has picked up on the fact that the Mac generation percentage was a funny number I realised that when I read it and then I was like I'm going to be adult about this and not laugh but uh, yeah anyway there we go you went there uh, the Shane says, planning celebration memorial for when you get a data breach says 100% have I been pwned coverage. The only way I'll get a data breach that's a 100% have I been pwned coverage is if it's 100, if, uh, if it is have I been pwned itself. 
which is possible. Have I been pwned? Could get pwned. But as I know from the times that I've actually had to do backups of table storage, um, not only is it hard to actually back up all of table storage, it would also be extraordinarily hard to pwn it <laughs> because you'd have to try and exfil, I think, about 6 billion email addresses. Um, incidentally, I'm not in a great position to send like over 4 million emails. <laughs> I could actually. It'd take a while. But yeah, I've got to parallelize all that stuff uh, a bit more. It didn't matter before when the numbers were lower. Zane says, does a set of all sets contain itself? Well, that's pretty much where we'd be. So, hmm. so that's pretty much what's happening. I thought this one might be a little bit shorter today. Uh, I have many, many things in progress uh, that, I, that I hope to be spending more time talking about soon. Many, many blog posts in progress. Many of them tech. Um, one, in, one in particular not tech, which I, I, think I'm getting, I think I'm getting closer to publishing now. Much more... Um, much more personal development one. It's only been sitting on for years as it's gradually just gotten to the right time. That'll be good. Book, still going there, getting closer. I think we're getting very close now. Uh, so we're at the point where we've just got to bite the bullet and get that done or else it's going to start to feel a bit stale in my mind and probably in everyone else's minds as well. Um, Trady Trev. <laughs> That's a very Australian name. Trady Trev. Appreciates the work. Just don't listen with the beer. I will. Uh, we'll be finding one of those or equivalent a little bit later on. Um, what else? Uh, Rob says, "Hope you're not impacted by the floods." Uh, Rob, I spoke about the floods a little bit earlier on. Uh, in short, no. The only real impact on us has been one kid got two days off school, one kid got one day off school. We entertained ourselves. It was fine, uh, and it was kind of fun just watching all the weather. That video i mentioned before so when heather downing took a drone video and it's on my recent twitter timeline looks amazing because it was sort of the first day that the weather was breaking a bit it was still cloudy and she's just like gone you know drone up she's got a uh, dji dji mini um drone up and all the water is brown because so much silt and stuff has washed out of the mountains and then the clouds hanging down over the buildings it looks like the whole thing's just been put in sepia mode but it's actually what it looked like so awesome video go and have a look at that wayne says how's the sound treatment on the wall well the wall the wall has not arrived to spec <laughs> we'll say that so i'm going to show what it looks like later on but they've, they've, they've got to come out and they've got to rip the entire thing off the wall and redo it all and we didn't even do the ceiling even though they had the paneling because we looked at the wall and went no you've got a lot of this wrong uh, and i'll talk more about that than when the right one comes in i suspect it's going to be sometime later this month but from what i can see it, it does actually look awesome it does have quite a quite an effect on the acoustics where if you've ever walked into a soundproof room before, everything just feels, it almost feels heavy. I don't know if that makes sense, but if a room can feel heavy, where it's like you just hear everything. The thing I hear at the moment is the fans on the PC, and I knew that would happen. So I've still got to go and replace some fans and get some Nocturas or, or something a little bit quieter, or just, just figure out a better way to do, to do that. I'm not sure entirely how I'm going to do that, but I don't want to hear stuff. That's what I want. That's my goal. Okay, folks, I'm going to wrap it up there. I think I'm going to try and have a little bit of a rest before I have to do that airport drive tonight. If you missed the beginning, go back, watch it later on. 
<laughs> thank you very much for watching i'll do this again next week i'm going to get back to my normal schedule and do this uh, in the morning uh, my time next week so that will be 12 10 ish hours earlier than this uh, thanks very much for watching have an awesome weekend catch you next week see ya